for those listening, this is the Brother Ben X show on the God Economic Show. Um, I'm sorry, on the God Con- this is the Brother Ben X podcast, uh, the God Economic Show. Uh, Brother Ben X and Brother Jake. I said that again because I forgot I wasn't recording my audio. But we're going to be talking about how to turn your purpose into profit, and this is a very uh, paramount time to be talking about this because there's so many people who's at home right now, and you've been laid off. You can't go to work. And you don't have any money. There are so many people right now who is depending on the stock market and you're losing money. There were so many people right now that had their money in the 401k and is losing money. So we want to show you how to turn your profit into uh, your purpose into profit. And we got three easy steps for you. Not necessarily easy, but it's simple. But you're going to have to put a little work in. And this is something that Brother Jake talks about in one of the classes. So if you guys are interested in working with our financial firm, uh, as you guys know, if you've been tuning in every week, just text ABS class to 555-888. And one of our team members will give you a call. That's ABS class, all one word, to 555-888. And just a little nugget on that. Just a little nugget on that. Uh, if you go to ABS class 55888 um, five, 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 eight, eight, eight. Um, usually our team is able to get with you within, you know, that day or within 24 hours, but because of the coronavirus and because there's been a spike in people having time to watch our videos and to listen to our podcast and to come to our master classes, we've seen a spike and um, uh, people that are interested that register on. So just give us 24 hours to 48 hours. You will at least be reached out to within 48 hours. So, Brother Jake, uh, the first step we had, number one, uh, before we get started with teaching you guys the steps, I want you guys in the comment section right now to comment what your purpose is. Have you discovered your purpose? Because before we even talk about scaling that purpose into profit, we got to figure out if you guys have a purpose. I teach all the time. Before anybody can give you directions, you have to know where you're going. Before Siri, before Android, before any GPS give you any direction, give you any guidance, you have to know where you're going. If you don't know what your purpose is, if you don't know how to even think about it, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, your purpose is whatever you love to do most and whatever you do best. So what do you do best and what can you do uh, that can fulfill a need and service to people um, that can be expanded all over the world. So this has to be something that not only benefits yourself, but benefits humanity. Now, before we get into that, we have a testimony we want to share with you guys from the class. Some of you guys probably never heard of our classes. So we got our brother on now, uh, Brother Nicholas, that I'll let Brother Jake uh, introduce. Uh, he took the class and he wants to give a, a, a testimonial. Are you there, brother? Can you hear us? Oh wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on one second. He, uh, Are you there? Yeah. Okay. What's going on, Gross? What's going on, Gross? Put over this way. What's happening with your big homie? <laughs> Good. So we brought you on to the show because, of course, uh, you're one of my favorite students that went to the class because you're a young brother uh, who was making um, minimum income. Because you know, there's a lot of people who say. <laughs> There's a lot of people who say, uh, you know, um, I don't make, you know, a hundred thousand a year. I don't make fifty thousand. I don't make forty thousand a year, so I can't really get started. And um, after explaining to you the process, you going through the class and kind of seeing the value of it, uh, I just kind of wanted to brag on you and then, you know, have you explain your experience in the class and what's the biggest thing that you got out of it. So, Gross, um, so before you got your promotion of where you are currently at that time when we first discussed or we first talked, how much were you making a year? 
less than 32. He was making less than, less than 32. making less than 32. And I brag on him all the time. Um, but he's literally making less than $32,000 a year and saving a little bit under or just at half of that money annually. Is that true? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh, this is a, how, how old are you gross? I'm 25 25 years old uh, And saving around twelve to $15,000 a year And um, when we talked to him We talked to him about the concept of Storing your money in your reserves And after you experienced going through the master class Just explain to us uh, Brother gross, uh, gross What was the biggest thing that made you say Oh my gosh Man, I had to pull out my notes. <laughs> I had to pull out my notes. I mean, shoot, where do I start? I don't know why I'm so nervous. Like, I ain't never talked to you before. Like, we ain't had no phone conversations on the phone before. I don't know why I'm nervous. That's because uh, you're on the spotlight now, brother. <laughs> so so let me let me help you kind of navigate through it. So, um, so you went to our master class, and after going through the master class, um, that's when we expose traditional uh, financial education, and we bring you to light to um, the power of putting money in a reserve. When you first saw that master class, what was your response? I was like, "Damn, why ain't they?" I mean, I'm not gonna ask why. I know why they can't profit of us knowing everything. So that's why. But I'm like, dang, I wish I knew this when I first started my job making thirty two thousand. Shoot, I probably would have been making a whole lot more than I am. Well, actually, when I first started out, I wasn't even making thirty two. It was like under thirty. Yeah, you was like but, at like twenty something. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and so you went to the master class. Um, uh, you saw the value from it. Then you went into IATL, and you were part of the class that um, was the recorded class of me teaching it. And going through that class and us taking you from being a consumer to the banker, how do you think about life? How do you think about finances out outside of the class now? Oh, definitely, it's a uh, mindset. It's a mindset change now. It's like I didn't I didn't really take into consideration of like the um psychology of it like you having bad spending habits and how that can affect you um saving even though I was already like putting aside like you know like uh a month I would put aside like 800 or 600 dollars a month to the side but then it's like here I don't know if y'all can hear that just keep going. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, the uh, mentality shift. The mentality shift was a huge, huge one. And just, you know, grasping that idea and then just looking around and seeing, like, how how much you could make a change in your life by just implementing the steps that you were talking about pretty much. And then just giving you that power of, you know, just ch- turning your life around pretty much. And, and, and there was a quote that I saw that I heard not too long ago. Um, it was a, a mother of an organization that I'm with out here. And she says, I dare you to accept your power. And she and just hearing, you know, what you teach and all of that, that's what pretty much reminds me of. It's pretty much like you're given the steps, you're given the tools, you're given the resources. What's your excuse? Now I dare you to accept your power. Oh, that's, 
That's good right there. And then and then now that before I talked to you, did you know that you could be your own banker? Did you know that you can be the lender? and 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 now the fact that you went through that class you're aware that you can be the lender you can be the the person who lends to the producer because they only teach us consumer or producer they never teach us how to become the lender they never teach us how to become the banker they never teach us the other side of money they only keep us confined confined to consumer and to producer so just talk about real quick uh, so we can get on uh, get on with the show but let's talk about real quick how you are going your your mind shifts from consumer to thinking like a producer now you're thinking and looking at everything like a banker like a lender Talk to us about that mindset now that you know that you can be the lender. You can be the banker. Man, it's. Okay, how do I want to put this? It's it's almost like a weight is being lifted off your shoulders because it's like you are now your responsibility to be responsibility to be responsible is now put into your hands and now it's no excuse so it's that mentality shift is just like you know that makes it makes so much sense and that's like the easiest way to define it it's like it just it just makes so much sense i mean why wouldn't you want to step into it and it's and it's just and it's i don't know it's just when you hear when you hear something you can engage if something is shady or not and then when you get into it, it's almost like, you know, it's something just doesn't need to be further un, um, explained because it should just be understood. And it's like, you know, I don't really have, I don't, well, for me, this is just my perspective, but going into it, it was just like, you know, I, I don't, it, it, everything makes sense. You know, it's like straight to the point. Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't I not do this? So now then when you switch to that mentality of like, you know, I can be the lender, you, I don't, I don't really look for now. I don't really look for like a reason to go out and like use a credit card or use a debit card because it's like, yeah, I know if I put, if I just stick to this budget or if I just stick to stay disciplined and stay the course on how the way I'm supposed to be using finances within a year or two or three years. I'm saying a year now because I got my promotion, but within a year, my car will be paid off within another year. I could buy another brand new spanking car and with your banking system, five years after that. Yes. With my bank. bank. Three, four, five years later, (laughs) I could buy a house. That's right. And so I appreciate you so much, Nicholas Gross, for coming on to the show and and giving us a testimony of what you're you're receiving, the value that you're getting from the class. And I can't wait to see you in the uh, Become a Private Lender course where we're going to show you how to turn that money that you're putting in that reserve into a business asset to lend to these producers. So thank you so much, cousin. See you next time.
And, and and brother Ben, before we get started and talk about this purpose into profit, I want to address a comment that we saw in the comment there that said to uh to we should have selected a better spokesperson. And let me tell you something real quick. If 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 we were looking for the person who had the 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 best speech, had the best um uh a vernacular, um you guys would say that it was um uh uh. False, False made, up. made up, and we paid somebody. But now you got a real person who may not speak as well as somebody else. However, this young man is 25 years old and has more money saved than the average college graduate. And he did not go to college. So let's let's pay attention to the context of what this young man was saying. This young man literally just said he never knew that he could be the lender until our class. After the class, this young man has in his mind that he would never borrow from the bank again. He will only borrow from his uh, from his private bank that he's building for himself and for his family. So I just wanted to be clear about that so that people can understand the context about that. It's about getting real testimonials from real people that we see and that we talk with every day. And uh, back to the, 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 the purpose situation, uh, not only is it something that you love, what you do most, um, but it's a need and something that allows you to benefit humanity. I just got off a live stream with a brother from Nigeria. He's in the States now, but he talks about, well, no, he's in UK now. He talked about in his, uh, in, in Nigeria that a lot of times buildings, they don't try to even give it any attention unless it falls down and kills somebody. He talks about the injustice there, how they cannot even win if they sue, things of that nature. And that's actually, what made him want to be an engineer because he wants to take his skills that he's now learning uh, at the school that he's at, take it back to his country or his uh, place that he's at and uh, provide services and give them and give them help. I'm saying all that to say this. Uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said that adversity is the mother of creativity. So oftentimes you don't know what you want to do in life. Oftentimes you don't know your purpose, but maybe you have gone through something that, uh, leads to your purpose. Like if I've been raped before, maybe I want to uh, start a book. Maybe I want to start a program for young sisters who've been raped so that I can help them out the same way that I needed help. So oftentimes when you look at people, businesses, they're fulfilling a need that maybe they needed in their life. For example, the cell phone. I'm pretty sure somebody who started the cell phone was tired of writing back and forth. I'm pretty sure somebody who came up with the technology about text, uh, texting and FaceTime and they was tired of having to write a letter, wait three weeks, wait a couple of days, wait however long to get something back. Now they can receive it instant in real time. So whatever your gift is, whatever your skill is, skill is, whatever you want to serve uh, 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 in the earth, that's what your purpose can be. And it doesn't always have to necessarily be your skill. You can go increase the skill. You may say, I want to help business owners, but you don't know how. You got the passion. You got the discipline to go out and help business people. But on top of that, now you have to go out and increase the skill. You have to go out and buy courses. You got to go out and buy books. So you can't just say, well, brother Ben, this is my passion. Brother Jay, this is my purpose. And then that's it. You also have to continue to educate yourself, fine tune yourself so you can be that best servant that you can be. So let's go to step number one. So many people ask me, Brother Ben asks, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made a hundred in $30,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game 
and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Peace. Step number one uh, to turning your purpose into profit is find your gift. When it comes to finding your gift, there's a few things that you need to understand. Um, first of all, you have to understand the difference between passion and purpose. There are two different things. Passion is, by definition, a barely controllable emotion. So if you understand the definition of passion, the actual definition of passion is a strong, barely controllable emotion. That means it comes and it goes, but it's strong. When you feel it, you feel it. When it's out the door, it's out the door. When it comes to your purpose, your gift, this is something that you will do even when you don't feel like doing it. This is something that you would do. This is a passion. This is a this is a, 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 a something of substance that is you no matter what happens. So I like to compare passion to fire. Fire is strong. Fire is fierce. Fire can literally light up the world. The fire can burn down uh burn down forest fire can do that however if fire is not attached to something of substance mm. that fire cannot grow the way that it's supposed to grow so what am i saying i'm saying that that fire that passion that you have for something should be attached to something of substance i.e your purpose and your purpose is something that is you that you cannot change i'll give you an example a a a a, a, a wood a tree cannot uh, burn itself up. Right. Uh, a fire has to be uh, placed on side, on, onto the wood so that the wood can be able to keep the fire burning. Mm -hmm. When you see that the wood begins to die and the fire is beginning to die, what do you do? You add more wood. See, that wood, Brother Ben, the, the, uh, the wood can't change itself. The wood is wood. It's a tree. It can't change itself, but the value that wood can bring to society is different upon its need at that moment. So when it comes to your gift, that gift is something about you that nobody can change about you. That gift is something that comes easy to you that is difficult for others. So if it's your ability to speak, if you're really good at taking complex uh, subjects and making them simple for people to understand, that is what you would call your gift. If, you're, if you have something, an ability to be able to look at a complex problem and come up with a simple solution for it to fix something you have an engineering mind it just doesn't mean that you're in you have to engineer but you're able to find problems those things are your gifts these are things that are your natural god-given ability and nobody had to teach you uh, uh, uh this skill this is something that you innately have this is some an ability that you have whether it's creativity whether it's um uh your ability to understand math whether it's your ability to communicate with people this is something that you have to understand your gift because if you want to turn your purpose into a profit the first thing you got to understand is your gift so my gift is my ability to teach and i thought brother ben that i was going to become a superintendent i said man i'm so good at teaching i'm gonna start off as a teacher and i was a certified teacher in texas 
And I'm going to start off as a teacher. Then I'm going to move to a principal. Then I'm going to teach other teachers how to be great teachers. And then I'm going to move from principal. Then I'm going to try to uh, uh, try to become an assistant or, or deputy superintendent. And I'm going to go from deputy superintendent to superintendent because I knew my gift was teaching. I just didn't know where God was going to place that gift. Mm. And so when it comes to knowing the gift and having the gift, now go to the next tip. The next tip is to find, research the market to find where your gift can be most used and so when you're trying to figure out how your gift can be most used i thought my gift was going to be great inside of the classroom but when i was in the classroom i realized that my gift was not being used to the fullness of its capability so i began to look in many other endeavors and many other opportunities to find where god wanted my gift to be placed so that my gift can begin to be able to move and 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 help his people so when you're when you're when you're researching the market you're trying to research the market because you will never find your gift your purpose your purpose is revealed to you through God Mm. and so when I understand that God reveals purpose that means that I have to do my part it says faith without works is dead you got to do your part so you got to find opportunities that are out there where you can find that best fits your gift so just because somebody's making money over here brother Ben just because they're getting rich over here here doesn't mean that that's the best place for your gift to be housed mm. and, and and the reason why you can't get the same results as that person that you're seeing that's winning it's not because you're not gifted enough it's not because God doesn't want you enough it's not because you are not called to do great things it's because your gift has been misplaced mm. and a gift that is misplaced in the wrong opportunity you will not see the full fruit of Of what your gift can bring you. And so what you have to understand is you have to first find your gift. The thing that is extremely natural to you. And then find opportunities that best fit that gift. You're not going to know. You got to try. You got to do a little of this. Oh, that didn't work. You got to do a little of this. Oh, that didn't work. You got to do a little of this. That didn't work. It's kind of like a key, brother Ben. That's, you got you got five or ten random keys, and there's a little door hole, a little keyhole. You don't know which key is going to open this door, but you keep trying the keys to figure out which key opens the door. That door is your purpose for your life, mm. and those keys are your gifts. And you got to use those keys, those gifts, to try to open the door of purpose so that you can figure out what key what gift is best for what door of opportunity for your purpose so that you can be able to learn how to make money but it first causes for you to do research in the marketplace you want to talk a little bit about that brother ben yeah um see as i was saying earlier you got to go out sometimes and increase your skill he talked about the key sometimes you maybe gotta go get a key made from a key that somebody else already have. So when I got uh, access to the studio, they already had the key. It was already here, but a key was made for me. So oftentimes, you know, a lot of times we, 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 we got a gift. Uh, we have located um, our purpose. And like you said, we don't know exactly where to go out and put it. And I think a lot of times what we have to do, we can ask questions, especially on social media. We have these different gifts we have a service, but we're not asking the people what they particularly need because oftentimes what you may find is uh, you may have to do a little molding on that key. You may have to get a new key made. It may be your base skill. It may be speaking, but maybe my thing ain't to go speaking at a bunch of high schools. Maybe my thing is to speak at a um, 
on podcasts. Maybe my thing is to speak on panels. So oftentimes you got to see what the market is actually wanting because it's the market that's going to tell you what you need. I say, I see people all the time say, I got T-shirts, I got this business, I got this business. And they ask, how do I launch this all at one time? It's not best to launch this all at one time. Research the market and see what they want. At this point in time, ain't nobody trying to buy T-shirts. Well, a lot of people are not trying to buy a T-shirt. They're trying to buy something that's going to help them save, something that's going to add into security, something that's going to protect their money, something that's going to protect their mindset. Ain't nobody just trying to buy hats just to buy hats during this particular time. So you got to go out and see what the people are doing. Go on social media and the Instagram uh, comments. Go on Facebook comments. Go to YouTube comments. Because guess what? It's somebody who's online right now who's in your market. But they're too big to answer the people that's going to once uh, at one point become your customers. So if I'm somebody who teaches people how to do grow their own food and I'm going on a channel that got a, a channel with two million followers and somebody asking questions about how to plant seeds for the summertime. See, they don't have time anymore, especially if they haven't built out a team for themselves. They don't have time to. Uh, respond to this little person. They don't have time to respond to this little brother right there. But you can go in and you can answer that question. You can build that relationship. You can add value to that person without begging them to come to you. Hey, come check out my page. I'll show you. you no, know, you just go do it on a page. You add value. And by adding value, that's going to bring them over with, uh, over to you. So when you're researching the market, don't always go saying, this is what my product is. This is what my service is. And I'm going to force it on them. No, ask questions. See where they are so that you can kind of tailor make your product for what they want now i'm not saying compromise yourself totally if they only want hip-hop music that's talking about rapping and killing oh well i'm finna mold it because he said mold it no but you do got to understand where the people are in life it's not that everybody wants to hear that you may need they they may uh, want to hear some conscious stuff with a little uh, fire beat on the back of it. You just didn't know that because you didn't put it out there uh, for them to even judge if that's what they wanted or not. So just don't compromise your principles. And notice what he said. When you go to people's page, add value. Don't solicit. Yeah. Those are two different things. To solicit means you're trying to immediately draw somebody to you. To add value means you understand the context of what they're teaching and you try to support what they're teaching because you're on their platform. And so a Maxine uh, asked for uh, for me to go more in detail about research in the marketplace. So one of the best places that you can go, you can go to Google Trends. You can go to trends.google.com. You can go to Google Trends. You can literally type in Google, Google Trends. You can go to uh, or, or trends.google.com and you can literally, I promise you can literally find out the trends of what people are talking about specifically in your geographic area. And if I were a T-shirt designer, if I had a clothing line and I knew that my purpose or my gift was literally taking uh, creating um, uh, a crafts or or shirts and that was my gift creating great designs or I was I was a creative person I used my creativity for clothing during this time frame I would try to figure out what people are googling what they are uh, uh, what they are searching the most and I would tailor what I make specifically to the need of that geographical area that's what you call market research if I were a speaker and I was somebody 
somebody who wanted to um to wanted to speak for a living. I would find topics that people are most concerned about, and I would bring value and ease some of their discomfort by bringing valuable information to you by using my voice. And so you got to figure out your gifts. And like me, I found my gift, and I found that when I did my market research, I saw there was a bunch of motivational speakers, brother Ben. I saw there was a bunch of people who just wrote books and that were just trying to teach on their books. I saw that there are a bunch of classroom teachers. I saw that there are a bunch of people teaching and doing business coaching and stuff uh, online. I saw there's a bunch of coaches and life coaches, but I didn't see a lot of people specifically in my area, in my niche, uh, and teaching people how to build reserves, teaching people how to do right by their money, and I'm giving them conscious thought. I'm giving them biblical food in a way that appeases their financial trouble. And that was my space to bring my gift, to bring awareness to your ability so that you can be able to become the lender and not the borrower. So when you're researching a marketplace, you got to try to find first, does this fit my gift? So if you know you're not somebody who talks, you're not a talker, but you're a great thinker. You thinking you can solve problems, but you don't know how to communicate that well. Your natural ability, your natural gift is not to speak. Remember, Moses didn't speak. Aaron spoke for him. And so what you got to do, you got to find where you can be most valuable in a specific area and then bring your gift to that area and then watch what happens. Things will begin to happen for you. See, Brother Ben didn't know we were trying to turn this into a studio. I just knew that I wouldn't be here shooting every day all day. And so what Brother Ben was, me and Brother Ben started talking, and because I knew his gift and he made it clear what his gift was, I found room for him so that he could thrive and have a place where he felt like this was his. And this is his studio. And because of that, that's what we're talking about. Your gifts will make room for you. But you got to understand what your gifts are and know if it's a carbon copy of somebody else's. Because just because you can mimic somebody will doesn't make that that your natural gift. Mm -hmm. Just because somebody did something and you watched them and you copied them doesn't make that your natural gift. It just means that you're really good at copying somebody who's really good. So when you're researching the marketplace, first one, you got to find your gift. Two, you got to research the marketplace on where your gift can fit the best and then three you got to turn that gift into a product or service that can fulfill the need of the market Mm. so 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 jake what do you mean by that well if your gift is entrepreneurship i believe that's a gift commerce finding value for somebody else with a product that you do not own and you're finding best fits for people. I believe that's a gift. It's it's called um it's called the connector. I believe an entrepreneur is a connector. Uh, an entrepreneur is somebody who can find something that somebody else makes and connect them with a buyer. I believe that that's a gift. I believe that's something that comes easy to some people and others have to train. So I think that when it comes to e-commerce or when it comes to being an entrepreneur and you're somebody that's a connector, I would try to figure out what space and time I'm in. And I would try to be connecting people to products and services that they need at that specific time. And you got to be careful with trying to interject your passion with your gifts and your purpose. Because a passion is something you're passionate about. A purpose is something God is passionate about. Mm. And when you understand the difference between your passion and God's passion, you can have an even balance of getting the best of both worlds. What do you say about that, Brother Ben? 
Man, uh, I think you, 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 you pretty much, uh, summed it up. But what I want to point out is the point that we put create a product or service around the need has to be around the need. The Bible talks about, uh, the greatest among you will serve many. And so if we just focus on service, if we just focus on what we can do for others, see, I read a post today that talks about the more money you get, you're not necessarily going to be fulfilled. Because you're always going to want more. But that void that you're looking to fill is filled by you fulfilling that for somebody else. It's, it's filled by when you go out and be a blessing for somebody else. And I believe personally, <clears throat> that's what true eternal life is. Not me physically, my finite body living forever, but my energy. My wisdom, the time that I put in, that I put into other people, I imputed into other people. I gave them knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that's going down and benefiting generations. That's how I'm going to be able to have true eternal life. So when we're thinking about something that can't just be a passion because I may be passionate about T-shirts. I may be passionate about, you know, making candy. But that may not be something that's going to, you know what I mean, keep me around for a long time. That's not really going to be something that's going to really have me getting up in the morning right. ready to serve somebody, right. to make somebody else's right. life better. And so you want to see how can I provide a, a, a service? How can I provide a product that's going to solve a problem? Because, see, once you begin to think like that, I believe once you change your mind to where you start thinking about what do other people need, abundance is literally all around you. See, if I have a mindset or I don't have a mindset of serving people, I'm going to always think I'm limited to my job. I'm going to always think I'm limited. To, you know, I got to go go to the street. So I got a job. I'm going to always be limited to getting a loan. But if I don't think as a problem solver, if I don't look at this problem as an opportunity, I'm going to always be broke, not Fiat money wise, but mentally, I'm going to always be broke. And that being broke mentally leads to you not having any cash in your bank account or any cash in your pocket. So when I start to look and I say, man, these potholes, I keep running into potholes. You may come up with an idea to fix the potholes. See, if you keep saying the children is always outside, man, these brothers ain't never got nothing to do. You may come up with a program to get them going. Men, mentorship, men's mentorship, $10 a week. So once you begin to look at all of the problems that you have, see, that may be the first thing you need to do. Write down all the problems you've been having. Write down all the problems your peers been having. That's good. Write down all the problems people on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram was having. Because, see, while the world is looking at it as problems, you sitting there saying, how can I bring a solution? Well, I almost hit you and when you bring mind. a solution to all of these different problems, now, as I solve the problem one by one, as I was reading this book, Brother Jake referred to me, I'm the technician. I may be coming in and I'm solving it first. I'm solving it first. Then I'm manager. Let me have somebody else go out there and you solve it too with my system that I built. Then not only am I the manager, I can get, take off the manager piece and I can be the CEO. Now I'm expanding the brand. I don't want to just be in Texas. We finna take this on the road to New York. We finna take this on the road to California. But if I never looked at these problems as opportunities, I never would have had the thought in my mind. I That's visited right. Uh, what's my man named Douglas Frederick Douglas house in Baltimore or Washington one of them. I think he got two of them. They be having people tour and they showed me all of the uh, equipment that he made for the slaves about washing, uh, wa uh, washing clothes, all kind of stuff. 
But the guy, the tour guy, when he was talking to us, he said the reason he made this to make it easier for the slaves because he remembers what he went through as a slave. So he created this so it can be easier for them because he didn't want them to feel like a slave. So now one thing that we got to understand specifically uh, dealing with that is because passion is uh, uh, self-centered and purpose is others focused. See, see, a lot of us, I hear a lot of people trying to taste their passion, Brother Ben. They always say, what I want to do. I want to do this. I think that this, I think that this is the need. I think this. And they wonder why they're never fulfilled. Because God never created for us to think about ourselves. We were created to think about other people. Notice that he didn't, he didn't create mirrors. Man did. Mm. <laughs> the only way that you could see your reflection was in a in the in the ocean or in water, but even then it was distorted. And so you got to understand that man in our selfishness made mirrors so that we can look at ourselves. And what God created, He created windows for us to see out of one window into the window of another person. See them for what they need, where they are, and you're going to realize that purpose. Sometimes you will find yourself in a specific genre or specific area that you never thought that you would be but because that's where you're called to be with that specific gift at that specific point in time you will be fine i never thought that we'll be in finance i bet brother ben never thought that he'll be teaching about finances as much as he does now but what happens is god begins to move you when you're searching for how to be moved and he uses your gifts and he uses your abilities to sometimes even partner with other people that are on the same path that you were supposed to be on so you got to understand that passion is i focused purpose is we focus mm. and when you focus on we you will never be broke you see that was a rhyme right <laughs> <laughs> when you focus on we you'll never be broke you see but when you focus on i on i you will find yourself always comfortable you'll find yourself always complacent you'll find yourself always unhappy Because you're only seeking for the benefit of you. But when you talk about your purpose, you're trying to figure out how can I use my gift to be able to solve a problem in the world. And by default, when somebody solves a problem, money can be made. That is business 101. Business 101 says you find a need, you feel the need, you sell it, and you make money. And so if I want to take my gift, I'm not going to worry about my passion. I'm going to keep my passion as my little thing. I'm not worried about that becoming something big. I'm going to take my gift. I'm going to find a hole in the market where I might get gifts can be used the best and then I'm going to fill that hole to provide the biggest need and by default I will make money that's comparable to the need that I'm filling and that was a bar I wanted to uh, put this I want y'all to write this down if you got your pen and your paper if you got your notes I want you to write down submission removes expectations and I and I'm going to explain what I mean uh submission removes expectation not submission to just anything but submission to god submission to the will the active or permissive will of god why is this important because uh expectations actually lead to disappointment all right so if i call you and i expect you to answer in a certain way and you don't i'm going to be disappointed if i expected you to be here at 7 30 and you here at 7 45 I'm disappointed. If I came home and I expected a meal and it wasn't a meal cooked, I'm disappointed. 
But if I in the world submit my will, see the Christ said or Jesus said, listen, not my will be done, but thy will be done. See, when I got my own agenda, when I come to the table and this don't add up to my agenda, I'm frustrated. Mm. I wasn't expecting that. But mm. see, when I submit my will, I'm able to kind of be a shapeshifter. Wherever God put me, I'm going to thrive. So I'm not just saying we can do all things through Christ who strengthened us only when my boyfriend break up with me. Ooh. I'm not going to say I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me only uh -huh. when my girlfriend break up with me. I'm going to believe that as a principle for everything. So if I'm meant to be a servant, if he says, hey, I want you to be a servant and right now the need is this. I'm not so in love with what my passion is that I'm not willing to adapt and step in right here and still be a servant because I'm still a servant. If I signed up to be a servant, I can serve you if I'm saving you out the water. I can serve you if I'm giving you food. I can serve you if I'm giving the word. I said I'm going to be a servant. He said I'm going to be a savior. He said I'm going to be a redeemer. It may be multiple ways that I do it. So when I say my mission is to get life to the dead, it's not only with the final call. I might speak on, I might speak through the internet. It's not only through the internet. I might come through music. It's not only through music. I might give you a tweet. It's not only a tweet. I may give you an Instagram story. So it's many ways that I'm hitting you, but I'm still fishing. See, I said I'm fishing, but I'm fishing with multiple uh, baits. I'm That's putting right. multiple baits out there. That's right. Because see, if I just depend on one bait and I throw keep, it out yeah. there, shoot, that fish may not want that. See, the fish may want multiple, you know, the, the fish may be attracted to this scent. The fish may be attracted to this type of food. So you got to switch your food up. So once we become so submissive to the will of God, so when the market crash, I'm not, I'm not mad. All praise is due to Allah. All praise is due to God. Whatever you say, because, hey, it's his active or permissive will. Now I got to see, okay, how does he want me to serve now? See, when I'm always focused on being a servant, I can always find my way to get in where I fit in. And so submission removes expectations and so these different things that you're going to do it don't mean throw away my gift it doesn't mean that so if i'm if i'm driving out of town and my thing may not be speaking at schools every week i can speak if somebody say well brother ben we need you to speak at a school okay it may not be a panel may not be a podcast but wherever you need me to be to serve with the gift that i got with the talent that i have i'm going to be able to do it and so when we fall in love with doing it one way when I fall in love with doing it this way. So if I if I if I do clothes and it's all I got all glitter on one side on on the thing, but I it's all blank here and they don't like it. I can't say what well, 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 it's going to be my way or not. no, maybe I got to switch it up a little bit. I'm pretty sure if 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 Jordan came out with some Jordans and everybody said them boys is ugly, he going to switch them up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So keep your skill. Keep your talent and be willing to just submit your will to do the will of God. And wherever he puts you, you're going to be OK with it because it's not about you. It's about where he wants you to serve. And and, and I like to um, uh, what you explained to me, brother Ben, um, to me, it sounded like water. Mm. Sometimes water is condensation. It's a cloud. Sometimes water is inside the leaf. Sometimes water has moved inside of our body. Sometimes water is coming out of our body. Sometimes water is in the ocean. Sometimes water is in the creek. Sometimes water is the air that we breathe. Sometimes water is rain. Sometimes water is ice. Mm. Sometimes water can bring pain, bring pain by drowning somebody. Sometimes water can bring life by 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 uh, nourishing somebody who is famished. I'm not famished, but dehydrated. So what what we have to be with our gifts? We have to be water, and the most powerful 
powerful thing that this entire world is surrounded by is water. Uh, the 90, it said like 70 or 90% of your body is made up of water. So is the earth. And so when we think about what our gifts are supposed to do and what we're supposed to feel, we're supposed to be like water. Always ready, always willing to move and willing to go wherever and be whatever. Peace. Welcome to the God Economic Show. What's your name and where you calling from? I'm Lincoln, brother. The next, I'm Lincoln, brother. Uh, J- uh, Jake Taylor Jacobs, brother Fatu Muhammad again. Well, Lincoln Salam, what's going on? I have a question for you, brother. The next, uh, 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 two videos ago, well, for the on the God Kid show, y'all was talking on how to make YouTube videos and how uh, 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 YouTube supposed to pay you. Can you explain explain how uh, explain that process again about how well, you know uh, uh, if will like will they pay you for like old videos that you do? Uh, 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 two years back or three years back or will they uh, pay you for videos when you make it new yes if the videos that are old are still being watched they will roll over so that's what you call evergreen content evergreen content is let's say for example i make a video called how to do a ball fade 10 years from now somebody's still going to be searching how to do a ball fade if you search how to make a navy bean pie Somebody 10 years from now who's going to join the nation, a sister going to search how to make a Navy bean pie. And so if it's continuing to get views uh, that particular month or that particular you know year or whatever, you're still going to get paid off of it. However, you have to make at least $100. I believe that's the threshold. If they change it, uh, I don't know about that. But last time I know of, uh, it was $100 that you have in order for you to get paid. You also need to have 4,000 hours watched and i believe at least 1000 subscribers so it's a little different from when i first got started uh but those are the criteria and you can just google that if anything has changed with the criteria but uh you can get paid off of older videos however those older videos if that's going to be your plan needs to be videos that are evergreen meaning people are going to forever search for them current events are very good that's how i grew my first channel because people are always searching for current events however with current events you got to be on it so that's why a lot of gossip channels is blowing up, celebrity gossip, because people always want to know what the latest news is. But somebody is not necessarily going back to 2014 and seeing what the police did looking for a particular person. They may look for a lecture of the minister. They may go look for guidance. So whenever you're thinking about that being your strategy, you need to produce evergreen content, which is content people are going to forever be searching. Okay, brother, the next. Uh, I, I hope I'll be able to see you soon, and one day, uh, uh, inshallah, uh, uh, I'll be able to, uh, you know, uh, 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 help uh, serve our people along with you. Uh, when I get older, I'm planning to uh, do that channel you was talking about, the BD, uh, the BDL show. I'm playing, uh, I'm planning to uh, to do a channel like that, brother. Okay, praise be to Allah. Well, make it happen, man. Just make it happen. It's on you to do it. If the channel get made, it's gonna be because you made it. Okay, salam alaikum. Alaikum salam. You probably. Anybody want to call in? The number is on the screen. Anybody who want to call in? I seen, uh, f- uh, uh, what was that? Felix? Felix Jamie? I know you said you want to call in. The number's on the screen. So go ahead and call in if you guys have a question about, uh, turning your purpose into profit, coming up with a product. Uh, maybe you got a, 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 a few skills, a few talents, a few gifts, and you don't even know what product. To make, maybe we can give you, give you some recommend, uh, recommendations on that as well. Also, if you guys want to um, learn how to uh, own your own bank, if you guys want to learn about digital real estate, how to make money on social media, how to turn your pr- uh, purpose into profit, text ABS class at the bottom, 
ABS class to 555-888. And if you have a business that you're needing help scaling because you feel like the business is swallowing you, you don't feel like you have the proper systems in place to be able to, uh, where you feel like your business is controlling you, we have a boot camp that's going to be starting in April uh, called Profit to Scale. This is our ABS boot camp. We're going to teach you how to take your business from profit to scaling, building a team so that where your business is not dependent upon you being there, no matter what type of business that it is. So uh, if you guys want to call in now for tips, 903-662-1930. Anthony White said, take us some notes. Submission removes expectations. Problem equal purpose equal solution equal passion equal burden equal make it happen. <laughs> Character. Good, definitely is, definitely is. All right, family, let's take let's take a call. Um, if anybody's free, uh, to do a call or you got a question or you want to have a quick dialogue, uh, you can call in at this time. Um, if you guys are interested in the Profit to Scale takes ABS Boot Camp to 555-888. So it takes ABS Boot Camp, all one word, ABS Boot Camp to 555-888. And we'll send you a text in April and let you guys know uh, what that's all about. You guys will be able to come in and uh, watch over our shoulder, check out some of the systems, uh, be with us one-on-one. Uh, we can teach you guys. You can see how we set everything up. Of course, Brother Jake going to give you much knowledge on the whiteboard and things of that nature. I can't call in. I don't know why. Um, I don't know if you want to just put your number out there. I can call you, but you sh- the, li- the line is open. Are you texting the right number? Absolutely right, Rock Thompson. Profit to scale. Okay. Peace. Welcome to the Guy Economic Show. What's your name? Where you calling from? Cameron Harris. I'm calling out the area of Beaumont, Texas. What's going on, brother? What's going on, brother? Hey, how you doing? Big Jake, man. I went to Wiley College with you, man. I, hey, I want to applaud you on the ABS journey that you're on, man, and waking these people up. Hey, brother Ben, it's like the icing on the cake when it comes down to the podcast situation. <laughs> but I, I just want to encourage you guys to, man, keep going, man. Keep doing it. Hey, these viewers is just adding up. So, yeah, hey. And then I also wanted to add to uh, basically seeding businesses and uh, – to kind of push, you know, push on the the thought that you were talking about as far as making sure that your business doesn't swallow you. And uh, we just, me and my uh, couple of my college colleagues, we kind of went on this journey with uh, Visionary Visuals. It's kind of a little free plug. Go check us out on Instagram. But um, we, we photographers. We're all around photographers. We, we do current events. We also do uh, just, you know. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, we're here. Okay. Okay. Cool. But uh, we do a current events and we do you know weddings and all type of things. But we had to come up with a system to where it just couldn't be me doing it. See, right now I'm I'm in uh, on spring break with my family in San Antonio, but we still the gigs don't stop. Booking doesn't stop. You get what I'm saying? So we have a system in place where we have two other photographers that are contracted out, or you know what I'm saying, or that's in the company that you know basically we don't we don't have no missing gaps. You know what I'm saying? Somebody call us up yeah. right now. We could do a gig in Houston or whatever, you know, we, you know, we, we, we pretty, you know, pretty much, uh, covered, you know, but yes, Hey, yeah. like I said, I ain't gonna hold y'all long, man. Keep doing what y'all doing, man. And, uh, 
I'm trying to tune back in. Yes, sir. Thank Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, we got 14. Uh, we got tw- we got 12 minutes left. Whoever that 901, try to call back in. Uh, you can't call in. Remember, on any show we have, you cannot call in while somebody is on the line. You got to wait till they get off. But that 901, whoever that was trying to call in, call in. And we would like if you got a question. Let's, let, we want to bring value to you guys. If you got a question, we got ten about 10 more minutes left, family. So call back in. Peace. Welcome to the Brother uh, 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 the brother Ben X podcast, uh, God Economic Show. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, Brother Ben X. It's exciting to be on here. My name is Phyllis. How you doing? I'm doing good. This topic is right up my alley, so to speak. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with... Um okay, look, 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 look. Ben. Yes. Can you hear me? I can. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so um, I was going to say, as far as this topic is concerned, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Barry Black. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not either. Okay, so anyway, he was the chaplain of the United uh, Senate. Now, are you familiar? I'm, no. I'm not. Okay. Okay, well, anyway, the reason why I called in is because he was talking about, he's seven-day Adventist as well, and he was referring to, um, you're going in and out, sister. I know. Okay, let me just, because I got you on my, uh, take it off. Hold on, baby. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. So, um, he was talking about being a servant, and when I was listening to you guys, this is exactly where we need to be. We're not supposed to um, be concerned about making money all the time. It's helping other people. And I'm in the healthcare business, and, and just real, real quick, I had a client, and he was like really, I mean, he was like, uh, really hard, and so, you know, but my thing was just being a servant, just humbling myself, just being that servant, and, um, you know, I just find my blessings like that by being a servant and trying to help other people, and it makes, it feels good to do good as well, but I just love the way you guys are conversing, um, and, you know, I just want you guys to keep it up, and, and I really believe in this, um, being a servant and humbling yourself and just trying to do for other people. And I was just saying about um, opening up a business, what I wanted to do was like a soul food business, and, um, you know, I wasn't really into that, but my brother keeps encouraging me to do it. And then I'm like, okay, well, if I do that, at least I can feed the homeless too. You know, so, yeah, we just have to find something that we can do to help other people. So that's all I wanted to say. Thank you, guys, and just keep doing what you're doing. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, last call. Please call in with a question. Uh, So 901, if you are calling in, uh, let us know what your question is. We got about uh, nine more minutes. We got nine more minutes. We really want to give you guys uh, value. We thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, We thank everybody for commenting and sharing. We thank those two callers. Uh, 901, please call back in. Remember, you cannot call in while somebody is on. It's not even them. Peace. Uh, welcome to the God Economic Show. What's your name? Where you calling from? Oh, yes, I'm uh, Daniel West. I'm coming, calling from Georgia. What's going on? You got a question? Georgia. 
Oh, uh, yes, sir. I was uh, looking to say uh, that what Brother Jake teaches about the life insurance, how would you incorporate the steal-away method that uh, I think Brother Farrakhan preaches that you say talks about? How would you, like, incorporate the steal-away method with a life insurance policy, uh, uh, like, to make those two mix? Good question. So uh, what people have to understand when it comes to the reserve inside of a properly structured dividend-paying whole life insurance product it's no different than like a savings account or some type of interest-bearing account. So the steal-away method, if I'm not mistaken, is you taking money from one place and you you storing it so that you can be able to move from one place to another place. And so it's no different. You're just literally just storing your money. It's just in a better environment doing more things for you than just in a savings account that's only benefiting the bank. And so uh, you're just taking that money, and whatever money you're making, you're just storing it inside of this reserve that gives you a guaranteed 4% plus 2 to 4% dividends uh, in this reserve and that money is growing, now you can capitalize against that and use that money as collateral and uh, borrow from the insurance company to be able to go into any other endeavors that you want controlling the entire lending process. So it's no different than a savings account, no different than an interest-bearing account. It just comes with different uh, different assets that you're purchasing when you put that money in that reserve that uh, a typical savings account or an investment account doesn't have. Right. Would you be opposed to somebody say doing with the life insurance, taking that to use that money to finance it with the bank to be able to get more of a borrowing power? Good question. So that way they can make more of a return on their money. Good question. Because you know, with that, it's kind of it, it kind of limits the amount of years that it would take to build something like that. It would take a lot more as opposed to with the bank. You know, we take this money and now we got more to. To spend with now we can make more on our money faster or are you just totally against just using the bank in general yeah good question brother um i'm i don't use the bank i don't teach using the bank let me ask you a quick question is it easier or harder to be free is it easier to be a slave or is it harder to be free which one i'll say it's, it's harder to be free why is that because i still and uh i'm i have bills that i have to pay and at the moment, I have to work a job to pay those bills. Right. So we're talking like slavery times. Right. So the reason why people didn't want to run to go free is because master had everything for them. He made them comfortable. And I don't I just don't believe in borrowing from the bank. Proverbs thirteen eleven says wealth gained hastily. You lose it just as fast. But wealth gathered little by little grows over time. If you look at the history of the banking system using a traditional bank, the bank wins every time. I don't care what anybody says. You can finance faster with the bank. You can do it faster with the bank. But the truth is, that if you take your time and you build that reserve and you begin to borrow against that collateral, there are many ways for you to increase your income without borrowing money from the bank to do it and the banking system this traditional financial system that we live in has created a world to where there's a dependency on the bank and not a dependency on god i I serve a god that said there's abundance that there's more than i serve a god that says the rich rules over the poor and the borrower will always be slave to the lender i serve a god that says that we will lend to many nations and borrow from none and i understand that some people can go get that money faster they can borrow money from the bank faster but i've had friends my brother 
that went and borrowed from the bank to build their businesses. Yet today, I have never borrowed money from the bank to build this business. Our business is a lot more liquid and a lot more capital heavy than their businesses. And most of them are failing, especially right now because they can't pay that bill. And so I think it's very important to understand that funding isn't the cure. Building a skill set to make more money, store that reserve, and increase your income-making ability is the very first thing that you should be trying to do because when you do that, we know the job ain't going to be able to do it alone. So you got to find some type of extracurricular activity, some type of high-paying skill that you can develop to generate more capital and more income. And then sometimes, too, watch this, brother. You can go into partnership on deals to make more money so that you can have more money in your reserve to be able to use as collateral and as capital. So I just think that it takes a little bit more of creativity to understand. I do not ever, I promise you, brother, you will never hear that Jake borrowed money from the bank. And it's because to be free and to be independent takes a whole lot more creativity in my godliness than it does to just go borrow money from the bank because God creativity is the highest form of godliness your ability to create things into existence that never existed is the ability that God exists inside of you and so we got to know that if I go to the bank, yeah, it's cool, yeah, it's cute, yeah, people are making money, but the bank is winning a whole lot more than you. That's why I teach us to be the bank, to be the lender, so we're never in that position. Hey, family, listen, I know COVID has messed up some of our vision, and some of us, our vision for our family and our future looks a little blurry, but we want to help bring the vision back to 2020. We want you to be able to see the success and everything that you plan for 2020 to be. We want to help bring that vision back. So we have a crazy bundle for you going into Black Friday. This bundle, we got Purpose to Profit, which is a full course that's going to teach you how to turn your purpose into a product and that product into a profitable business, six-figure business from scratch. We're going to teach you how to turn your purpose into a product. We're going to teach you how to market, how to scale, how to productize. We're going to teach you how to test. We're going to teach you how to package this product so that you can be able to take it into the marketplace to be able to do great things. Not only with that bundle, you're also going to get private banking blueprint where we teach you how to build your own banking system. Yes, you heard me, your own banking system. And guess what? Guess what? It's only going to be for $368. Yes, you heard it. $368. You're going to get an actual physical copy of the textbook of Private Bank and Blueprint. All of that course together for $368 all the way up until Black Friday. If you want to move on that bundle, go to visionbundle.com. Visionbundle.com and take action today. Oh, yes. And can I ask you, um, how, how long has this like method been around? Because... Like when I look at certain like financial, going to the top financial person, like let's say Dave Ramsey, and he types a whole, he says whole life insurance. You know, this is whole life insurance ain't nothing but a scam. You're paying the the broker for three years. What does he say? He says you you're only making two percent on your money. When I know you, you say four percent. You know, four percent outpaces inflation. So where like when did like your the companies that you deal with when have, when have they started like saying hey we're doing four percent this or have they always been doing four percent and have you uh, are they is that guaranteed to stay uh, now as opposed to next year? Could they change it to next year, or is it something that needs to be done now, or could it be wait like let's say two three years and then get in and you still have that four percent or more? 
Good, yeah. Good question. Good question with that. Dave Ramsey's uninformed with this type of structure of a policy. He just is. True. Uh, and Dave Ramsey, when he first started his show, he actually started with a Primerican by term investor difference. So when Dave lost all of his money, he started a show with a Primerican that taught him only one way when it came to insurance. The way that we teach how to build wealth inside of your insurance is something that the banks have been doing. If you if you watch any of our master classes, you watch any of our shows when we show you how the bank functions the banks are putting billions of dollars chase puts 11 billion bank of america puts 18 billion dollars inside of insurance reserves inside of insurance reserves because of the guarantees that it offer guarantee four percent plus two to four percent of dividends that's four to eight percent on your guaranteed cash reserve you get access to that reserve within 31 days you can borrow against it tax-free and the money grows tax-free um, and I just think that when it comes to financial advisors, I teach people how to think like the bankers. So versus thinking like a financial advisor that make a couple million, I want to think like the bank that pays that financial advisor a couple of million. And you got to study the assets and liabilities ledgers from these banks and just stop taking people's word for stuff. And what I do, I, I see a lot of financial advisors give a lot of concepts based on how they feel. And then I go and research what the banking institution is doing you want to know why because the banking institution is what runs our country and it runs the world the world banks federal banks federal reserve those are the entities that this entire uh world that we live on is dependent upon so that lets me know one thing i need to be studying the banks i don't need to be studying the people who get money from the bank i need to study the banks that fund these same people that are getting money from them so uh, i would encourage you to go to the fdic.gov and go to uh, uh find the bank and financial report go look up any bank that you want and you'll be able to see on asset line number 41 how much money these banks are dumping in reserves and then i want you to ask yourself am i going to listen to people like dave ramsey who means well and he does well and he teaches well when it comes to this specific topic or i'm gonna look at what the banks are doing and say hmm i wonder if i do what the banks do can i get what the banks got right yeah i understand uh, i appreciate that no problem cousin no crawl no problem I'll, I'll take it easy. You too. All right, whoever that was that was calling in, it, it got that last got, and then yeah. it turned off. Whoever that was that was calling in, go ahead and call in. Uh, I just, I, I just download this show and uh, add it to the audio that we have. Uh, but Jada said line forty one. She already know what it was. She already know line forty one. That's right. Thanks That's for right. the heavy information, brothers. Uh, you're welcome. Do I need to put the number back on the screen? Y'all see the number right now on the screen? Call in. Uh, I think we had like a two and four, and then that nine on one still hasn't been able to get in. They always like miss out. So now whoever that nine on one was that was calling in, go ahead and call in. I appreciate you guys calling in and asking. That was Michaelson Staples. Nine on one was me. Uh, Tavarius Young, can you call in and ask that question, please? You know, it's lagged a little bit. They're going to get it. Tavares Young, call in uh, and ask that question. The number is on the screen. I told y'all I had a viral video today. Y'all was going kind of viral. I think that's... There we go. There goes 901. Peace. Welcome to the Guy Economic Show. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, I'm Michael from Staples. I'm calling from Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, 
Okay, what's going on? What's your question? Uh, my question is like, uh, how does technology? How do y'all tell us feel about technology as far as it granting access to like businesses and buildings, like? Uh, you there? Are you there? Hold on. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, go ahead with your question. I was saying, how 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 can we use uh, computers? Computers, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, I was I was asking, uh, how can we use computers in our current situation uh, to to uh, to help our children learn and 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 and. Uh, grasp new concepts like logging into a computer and just using computers to access the world or different parts of the world uh i mean as far as logging into the computer you just got to teach them how to log in um that that's pretty simple um as far as anything else about the world you know you got youtube uh plenty educational youtube videos you got online websites where they can learn stuff there's actually people out there, you just got to find them. I forgot the brother's name, who teaches uh, children or, or just people, period, how to code. So at that young age, they know they're already on these iPhones and iPads. They can be learning how to code their own websites, code their own softwares. So things that we probably won't get into because we're so much older. So they talk about when you're younger, you it's easier for you to learn languages. So right now at this age, they can be learning coding. They can be learning how to use YouTube, how to search educational stuff. So the computer can be used in many ways. It just depends on what your particular goal is. Yes. I, I, I was just trying to uh, shed light on the fact that uh, uh, technical uh, jobs are, they, they have no budget and, and they're paying people good money to, to, to know how to work a computer. Yeah, so use YouTube and learn how to work a computer. You can you you can you can go to YouTube and learn how to take a computer out, break it down, put it back together. You can go to YouTube and learn how to make websites. You can go to YouTube and learn about forex. You can go to YouTube or Google and learn anything. And if you got a little extra cash, you can actually take courses and get books and learn step by step, depending on how you how you learn best. Are you do you have this in the background or on speakerphone? I hear a big echo. Sorry, I didn't have you on mute. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, so I think that when it comes to technology, I was talking to Brother Ben. <laughs> I was talking to Brother Ben uh, just yesterday. Uh, we're witnessing the death of um, of an old world coming into a world where technology is going to be king, where the need for skills like coding, like learning how to um, move stuff through e-commerce. We're going to see a lot of these big, uh, big building uh, companies go hybrid. What we've seen more than ever is that because of this virus, we've been able to see that actual ISD public school education can be administered online hybrid from and these are things that we're learning you see jobs that say it's impossible for you to work at home immediately have cyber systems to where you can literally have a secured website in your house they're sending you computers they're sending desktops they're making work a lot more convenient a lot more efficient for the house so you're about we're about to see a lot of less labor and more technology intensive work being able to be uh 
and it's going to be the norm. It won't be an unlimited budget anymore. It's going to be a necessity for people to be able to learn these skill sets and learn how to build business on the line, how to code and how to support tech businesses and even not just tech businesses, basic businesses overall. There's going to be a high demand for technology because we're seeing the end of an old world. There's a death to the old world that we're living in and we're about to be in a rebirth of a new world that's going to be technology focused completely to where literally our dollars we're going to see a diminish of physical dollars being around and circulated to more technology um, 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 digital currency digital money we're going to start seeing a lot of those things take place and it's going to force and edge a lot of people out so if anybody doesn't understand what's going on with this coronavirus I'm not a conspiracy theorist but what I will say is whether you believe it or not the world that we once knew is not going to be the same anymore and technology is about to be the biggest thing uh, when it comes to how we function how we communicate on the highest level that thank you. Question, thank brother? you so much. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Thank yes, sir. You. You're welcome. Peace. Welcome to the God Economic Show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is P. I'm calling from Texas. What's going on? What's your question? Uh, what do you suggest or what do you think would be a good idea for us to start our own banking system? Jake got that. <laughs> so I, I say that all the time. What's going on, brother? Um, I say that all the time. But when it comes to starting your own banking system, there's a few things that come into play. Um, for one, the, the purpose that uh, I teach when it comes to starting your own family banking system is because at one point in time, everyone was in control of their own lending process. They had their own family banking system within their own economic system within their family. So when I talk about creating our own banking system, it's not like it hasn't been done. There are minority banks that are out there that are a minority of founded, that are minority owned, that are minority uh, with um, with minority black uh, board of directors. But when it comes to a banking system, you still have to adhere to the Federal Reserve rules, rights and regulations. When it comes to the Federal Reserve, you look at banks that try to do right. Those banks don't last because that that type of world is not created for the Federal Reserve when it comes to the Federal Reserve controlling the banking system. How do we create our own banking system and reserve as a people? Um, yeah, that, uh, we, we need to find a, a land and a country that doesn't exist and then just try to create it from scratch. Other than that, you learn how to be interdependent inside of a, inside of an ecosystem means you create your own independent awesome. way to be able to take advantage of the marketplace that we have. Thanks, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Who was that calling in? Remember, y'all, one call at a time. So when somebody's on, don't call in because you're not going to get in by Brother Ben. I'm trying to that call, but your line is booming. Yeah, you got to wait until the person is off, then call in. We ain't got that many callers in this bad boy. We ain't got a thousand viewers on this. So y'all can be a little patient on this bad boy. Tavares, we need you to call in about this photography, though. Call in uh, about the photography question that you had. That was me. I can't see the video and call. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Call in now. We good now. Call back. Somebody said any books, uh, anything you're looking for in dummies, I think, you know, investing for dummies, computers for dummies. They got a lot of good. And I'm not calling y'all dumb. That's really what the book is called. And they'll give you guys really the basic steps where you can get started. 
and really some 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 valuable information as yeah. well um, in those books as well. And be open to spending money with people that already have the knowledge base that you're looking for. So um, we're against, you know, I'm not against uh, traditional education, but you got to be willing to spend money with experts. Peace. Welcome to the God Can Number Show. What's your name and where you calling from? What's what's going on, brother Dennis Tavares, man? What's going on? How you doing? That was, that was me with the question about photography, man. I'm, you know, I got, I got ideas, but I can't, I can't really never put them in, put them in the, um, you know, put any action towards them. I enjoy, I enjoy photography, but I know you, you mentioned how you don't want to, you don't want to be, um, damn, I'm hearing, hold on, let me try and turn this video off. I'm, I'm hearing myself right here. It's messing with Jane. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm trying to find the, what he said about photography so I can answer it. I just ask the question again. Uh, hold on, let me. I, I, I was asking if if you can if you see photography, how can I bring value to other people um, through photography, or if you just see that if that would be something that would be more of a passion. Are you ready for this? That's something are, are you, that I really enjoy to do. You ready for this, I brother? Feel like I, I bring it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, listen, I'm about to give you game. It's about to be public knowledge. So if you don't move with it, you're going to lose with it. Uh, so when it comes to the photography world, it's one of the most selfish worlds in the world because every photographer is looking out for itself. But one of the things that most photographers have trouble with is finding clients and customers, correct? Right. On a consistent basis, correct? Right. So you can literally, if you're somebody who's really good at attracting photographers, uh, attracting clients, you can literally train independent photographers to have a stamp of your company's approval, how to, for, how to be a professional, how to be clean, how to be sharp when it comes to photography. You can go create a, a commotion of a bunch of people who want photography, a bunch of people who want connects, and you just get 10, 20%, 25% just for plugging them with the photographer that needs the body. So when you look at it, you create the demand and then you train or find photographers that are in need of demand. And then you can literally make money off the work of other people while embracing your photography love and uplifting your community. And when it comes with that, if I were a photographer, this is the first thing I would do. I will want to get good enough so that I can have, I can have respect with my colleagues. They look at my work. They say, Oh, Jacob, bad brother. When I have, have the respect of my colleagues and I have the attraction of customers and clients, then I want to be the person that's known for putting on foot, putting photographers on. And I get 20% of every deal because it comes through me. So the money comes through me. The system comes through me. I pay the photographers and they work contract. Uh, they work uh, a 1099 contract through me, but I'm continuously finding work. And I would do that if I was in a photography business, I would start in my city. Then I would move to other subset cities and then I will go to the state and I will go to other state, creating a network uh, where we can find work for photographers, servicing a need with something that you love. Now you're helping other people move forward. Yeah. What kind okay. of photography do you like doing? I, I do landscape. Like uh, pictures like mountains and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever thought about I doing, do. have you did the stock? You know, they got the stock images and stuff that people sell. I've been, I've been, I've been looking into that lately. I just, I'm, I'm, and let me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a 
amateur photographer on my phone. Let me clarify that first. I'm not professional. You know, I was doing... Um, you said amateur uh, photographer on your phone? On my phone. You know, like I said, there's a passion right now. I'm looking in the camera. I'm, about, I'm saving up to buy an actual camera. But I did product photography on my phone, on Instagram. You know, but it was it was for vape products. And that's kind of falling off right now. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so um, I'm... So, the so, landscape photography was something that I kind of enjoyed doing, and that's what made me kind of start looking into trying to figure out how the photography game works. But see, so you can still do what you love to do. You can still do landscaping, but if you're an amateur photographer, um, I know for a fact that that doesn't mean that you have to be amateur when it comes to you finding valuable clients. So let's start over. Right. If I'm an amateur photographer and I got a passion of landscaping, uh, you know, taking uh, pictures of mountains and land and the beauty of natural earth, but I'm not at the level of other successful photographers, there are still, there is still a huge demand for quality clients for great photographers. I'm telling you, I know one of the best photographers in Texas and uh, there is still a, there is still a high need for finding quality clients that want to come on a consistent basis. So you can have the love of landscaping, you know, the at least the conversation of photography, and then you can still find a need by helping clients get to those photographers of need. And you can make money sending people to those photographers, killing two birds, one stone. You make money still in the same market and you use that money to buy you more equipment so that you can be able to be competitive uh, um, uh, in the market to, you know, being in in the specific genre that you're in. So the best way is, as, as I showed you, the best way is to provide value to people that are in your industry that actually elevate you to becoming one of the best. Okay. What I struggle with, because that, like I said, that's, that's kind of what I was doing in, in the faith industry. But, um, you know, I was having a hard time at, at placing value on my own services. You know what I mean? I, I didn't, like, how much is it really worth? I, I I couldn't put a dollar on that. And that's where I struggled at. You know, that's where I fell off, is trying to figure out that, that where where my value stands in that. Now, I got a lot of things I'm passionate about. I do, you know, I do, I'm a, I'm a, I've been working with animals past, you know, 10, 15 years. I do that on the side. Get paid for that sometimes, you know, but I always fall off because people don't want to pay me what I'm asking. Uh, with the with the animals, what do you do with the animals? I do dog. I do um basic dog training. You know, dog walking, bathing, light grooming, basic basic stuff, basic obedience. Basically, I'm, I'm more of a like I, I would I would I would help you train your puppy when you first get him to help him get up to part of where you know he's a well behaved dog. How, how much is that worth? How much is that worth to me? It depends on the sessions. I used to, I would do. Weekend sessions for the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, four hours each day for 150. For 150? Yeah. And that comes see, with... The problem with that is that, the, you know, I can only tell the owner so much. They got to still do work. And that's, you know, they expect me to come in and teach the dog everything right there in them sessions. And I'm I'm actually trying to teach them how to, how to train their dog. So uh, how would you want this service to go where you train them how to train the dogs or you do it? I would like to train people how to train their dogs so that people, you know, they would just be, they would be knowledgeable in themselves and be able to handle it on their own. 
you found okay. it. Okay. So, um, so, so with that, uh, what's the hardest part about this process? Is it the money you're saying? Yeah. Um, and they don't really know you cause they don't trust you. Right. Right. Uh, how many videos have you posted on the internet? No, I haven't posted very many of anything dog training. How did you find this podcast? Oh, well, I've been following you for a minute, brother. <laughs> right. So, um, I think that's uh, a, a good, a good, uh, niche right there, a very good niche. Uh, however, you need to, I believe, start posting content. The reason they don't trust you and uh, whatever number you're pulling out is probably because they don't, they don't know about your product. They don't know if you're good enough. But if you create content right. where you shown that dog that didn't have any training, and in three weeks, however long it takes you to do it, now they got training. You do a side-by-side video saying, hey, come here. Hey, sit. He wasn't doing it. After he came from you, he's doing it. And you do that a 100 times, I guarantee you, the next time you go out. Matter of fact, you won't even have to go out and ask. People will start to request you. Because, see, what you can do yeah, now my is... Neighbors, my neighbors, it was, uh, my, most of my clients were my neighbors that, that would see me with my dog. Right. But if you want to expand that clientele, you can start creating content on Instagram. And now instead of you right. trying to, uh, 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 talk or force that person to pay you that 150, you say, Hey, I'm not trying to force you. Check out my Instagram. Whenever you get time, get back with me. When they see the work that you have to do to do that, when they understand what it takes to make that, uh, uh make that dog, uh, be trained the way it's trained. Now you're showing them why it's 150. See, if I never went into right. martial art training, I could say, well, it ain't worth that much. But when I see, I got to go step by step by step. I see how this work. I see how this work. Now I see the behind the scenes, how it's not so easy. Now I understand why I cost so much to do this. So when I'm a mechanic and I say, well, how come you can't just fix my transmission? Why don't you just take it out and put it back in? That's to me. But if I see you taking them bolts out, you got to unscrew this. You got to put this right. back in. You got to do this. Now I'm saying, ooh, time lapse. man, I see this brother, man. That, okay, that's worth 150. When I see a cake, the marriage cake, how much detail you put into the cake, how you made it look just like me. Then you put the drizzle on the side. Oh, I see why it's worth so much. See, now it's not just a regular cake that you can get from Walmart. So you got to start putting out content. Let them know. Show them what you're actually able to do. Show them how you're able to train these dogs. Then they'll become interested in what you have to offer. Because brand, brother, determines price not service or product because there's a lot of people who sell and offer the same thing brand is what determines the price and brand is based upon reputation of what the market thinks of you so if the market can't see you and the market doesn't know how to find you and it's only by word of mouth through your neighbors that's not a strong enough brand for somebody to say you're worth 150 and so it may have to be if you're trying to build your brand you may have to mark down what you think that you're worth because the marketplace always tells us what they believe that we're worth based on if we're reputable or not or if they don't know us so what you may have to do you may have to give your services at a nominal fee so that you can capture the footage of the brother, before keep, and keep after this, keep this brother um, i felt like that 150 was a nominal fee considering that 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 a lot of sessions over the weekend go for four five you know up to a thousand dollars for for four eight hours over you know, I'm, but I feel you. Yeah, I so, you. Yeah, so and I mean, you know, you just have to kind of figure out what you, because the 150, the fact that people would pay 400, and sometimes you know some people charge 4,000. So the fact right. that they won't spend 150 with you should let you know that they don't trust you. 
So you have right. to you have to meet them where the, where their trust is. And so sometimes if their right. trust is fifty dollars, it's not the fifty dollars. It's the content that can bring in more people. Does that make sense? It's you yeah. is you getting the reaction from that person that makes that video, that experience worth so much more to you later because you're building up the reputation of what you do over a long time. So don't get so caught up in the monetary value of it, uh, starting off your business, get, get into the point to where I need this to develop content so that I can be able to promote this video and what I did for 10 years from now. So they paid you to train them and then you're using that money. I'm using that video to literally promote for 10 years, making you more than $50. So just kind of think of it like that. And if you think about it right. like that, with a little bit of optimism, I promise you, you'll be just fine. Okay. And, and, and as a real time example, what, what the information that we're giving you right now, breaking this down, uh, bringing this clarity to you is worth thousands of dollars. People pay thousands of dollars for that type of just advice, that small advice. Literally 20,000. Yeah, literally, like literally, like literally, literally. So like what we're doing for you right now and doing this for free. Yes, we're helping you. And we genuinely, genuinely want to give you value. But at the same time, it's not charged because we're still getting something out of it. Now you're on film. They can hear your voice and they can see that we're able to answer questions, not just general questions, but we're able to go in and kind of see where you at and help you kind of open up and find that clarity. Now that brings us more trust. That brings us more brand that these brothers know what they're talking about, because now we're talking to you and we're helping you understand and get clarity. So that's the same thing. If they say, hey, I can't do 150, oh, I do 50 then. Whatever you can get out of it, because at the same time, you're still using that to create content. That content is going to bring you to 150. That content may bring you to 350. Somebody may be able to be willing to pay 500 because this dog been getting on my last nerves and you show and you taught it how to be quiet. They'll pay for that. They'll pay for peace. They'll pay for security like that. So just think of it that way. I got you. I appreciate it, brother. Yes, sir. No problem. You too. Anybody else want to call in? We'll take one more call. Uh, we'll take one more call if anybody else wants to call in. Um, and again, if you guys want to work with us, if you guys want to learn, take the uh, Purpose to Profit course. If you want to take my digital real estate course, or if you want to learn how to own your own bank, especially during this time, text ABS class is at the bottom over here. Y'all see it. Y'all see it down there. ABS class, all one word, to 5558 eight eight abs class to five 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 eight 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 so if anybody else one more person wants to call in you can call in at this time but no i bet not see no more by no nobody else in the comments says i'm talking about you know don't nobody want to help me and and i tried to reach out nobody because whenever we do these we always say call in and Y'all be taking forever to call in. I had somebody in the comment section say that to us the other day. We literally sat there for 20 dang minutes and helped this sister. And the only thing she could say back was, don't nobody want to help me. <laughs> Peace. Welcome to the God Economic Show. What's your name and where you calling from? Hello. My name is Trinity O. And I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. What's going on? What's your question? Um... Where are you guys located? Texas. Oh, okay, that's good. Well, I was calling to let you know I appreciate what you guys do, you know, informing the community on uh, finance and all of those things. Um, I was wondering, 
what are some good companies to invest in right now? Uh, how much money do you have saved up? Well, like $50,000, but I'm, I'm just trying to see, like, what are some good companies to invest in? All right, the best company to invest in is in you. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> That's the best company. You, your best company, baby. You, your best company. You're the only company that can invest money in you and turn that into an unlimited amount of income. There is no better stock market than the stock market of you. And I know that sounds cliche, but you're talking to somebody who literally knew nothing about this industry. I spent a hundred, a couple of hundred bucks the first time. Then I made from that knowledge, I made $5,000. So what investment can you put a hundred some dollars in? And then it turns out and makes you 5,000. I don't know none. And then I took that money I made. I went and invested in some more education, some more learning. And then before you know it, we built a multiple six figure, seven figure company off of me just investing in me. So the very first thing so you think I should invest in education, I believe it. I, and, and not not just any education, transactional education, some type of education that can give you the edge to develop a skill, to develop a product or to develop a system so that you can be able to make money. I would say you want to invest in education that helps you develop a skill that can be used to generate more currency to increase your cash flow. The very first place that you should be investing is in your ability to uh, to create more income for yourself. Not traditional education. I'm talking about skill set education with people that are proven in a market that you would want to get in and you invest that money so that you can learn how to make more money. That's the best stock right now. Yeah, okay, because I do want to be a big bank. Come on now, be a big bank then. Be yeah, a big bank. big bank. Big bank. So if you want to be a big bank, you need to be investing in our I Am The Lender course, which is only $97. That's the first step to learn how, oh, to, be- how to become a bank. So you take that 97 okay. bucks, you invest into uh, uh, you invest into yourself to learn how to become a bank. And then guess what? From there, uh, in uh, in May, I'm going to be dropping a how to become the lender course so that you can learn how to become a bank. You see that? You see that? See, then you can learn how to lend your money to other people who want to build a business and you make money sitting there on your couch chilling. You know what I mean? See, you got to learn from people that are doing it. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, so what I want you to do, I want you to, um, uh, if you want to move forward, we're getting into the course. Um, I'm going to give you a number right now to call. If you want to move forward, get into the course. You ready? Almost. One second. Let me get my magic pen. The magic pen. Okay. It is two one, it's 214 214-412-3092. 214- I'm sorry, 214-412-3092. You got it? Okay. I That's got our it. office here at headquarters. If you call it right now, somebody's going to pick up and we'll be able to get you into that course so that you can be able to start to invest in the very best stock in the planet, which is you, baby. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. <clears throat> All right, family. So that's the end of the show. Uh, man, I really appreciate everybody for calling in. Uh, great callers, great questions. Thank everybody who shared this out with your friends and family. Again, if you want to work with us, uh, text ABS class 
to 555888. We have several classes. We even have a free class that you can learn. Watch the, uh, watch the show on, watch the class on, uh, to learn how to become your own bank. And, uh, we got many things coming, uh, in the future as well. As we talked about the profit to scale. If you already have a business, if you already got a company and you want to learn how to scale and you want to attend our boot camp to see how we kind of do things, how we operate, how we market systems we have set up, uh, set up and in place, uh, you'll be able to, uh, do that as well. So I thank you guys for listening. My name is Brother Ben X. And I'm Jake Taylor Jacobs. And this is the God Economic Show, man. Y'all have a blacktastic night. Peace. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS Tribe. The ABS Tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS Tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you Every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com. www.whatisabstribe.com.